following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Dupree show for our special edition the day after Christmas. Tom? Yes. We're on a skeleton crew. You're going to have to do some talking today. I know that won't be a problem though, right? No. So, um, why am I playing this song? It's because rednecks like it. They line dance to it. And they're part of the class called the deplorables. These are people that are not well connected to the elites. They uh, do the jobs that most Americans don't want to do. They work. They see their government out of control. Subsidizing people that don't work. They've been seeing this for a long time. These are people that typically go to church. Some don't, a lot do. They pray, they get up in the morning. You know, they ask God to lead them. They, a lot of them go to Bible-believing churches, which makes them even more deplorable in the eyes of the elites. And by elites, I mean not only Republicans, but Democrats also. Not only Democrats, but Republicans also. There, it, it goes across party lines. For the last 40 days, I have been focusing on the notion that the 
election was stolen from Trump. But uh, I'm beginning to think that this thing's bigger than that, regardless of the outcome. That people are uh, worn out with this stuff. And I don't know. It's like predicting when old fa- when when some geyser is going to blow in Yellowstone that they say is is going to be the mother of all explosions. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. People people are going to you know and what you may see uh is that they've talked about the truckers will just say screw it. We're not we're not delivering uh food anymore. I don't know what's going to happen, but you look at this spending bill that just crossed the desk and the excuses that are being made for it, even by our Congressman Barr. It's just amazing. There are no, where do they think this money is coming from? Oh, well, it was a created crisis, you know. More PPP money. And the, the, the problem is, is that business owners have now gone into the realm of being supplicants to the federal government. It's not just, it's, it's everybody. It's a, it's a disease that's in our society of wanting money from the government. Do you even think far enough to know where it comes from? This is a disease that has, you know, taken over people's thinking. It's, it's not, uh, it's not logical. It's not biblical. It's just insane. And, um, I don't know where it's going to end. Or what is going to happen with it? But but I can tell you that as a person of faith, I believe in the Bible. I believe in uh, the Book of Revelation um, <laughs> that we may be in the last days, and I don't know which seal we're on or which thing we're on. But the the things that are happening, you know the convergence of this uh, star business, it seems apocalyptic. Now, I'm speaking of this as purely a, a layman. I, I'm a, a, a money guy. I am a person who, who fools around with, uh, uh, with people's retirement money. This is what I'm trained to do. And it seems like so many things, uh, that you're seeing in addition to this, uh, would, would make one believe that, uh, you know, we're in, in very strange times. Um, as for the protests about the stolen election. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, What is going to happen on January the 6th? 
are there going to be congressmen and senators who protest the results from the state, uh, especially the the seven um, battleground states? And I think there will be protests, but even bigger than that is is this uprising among common people who are saying enough is enough. What form will that take? I don't know, but it is building to where uh, people who simply don't want to lay down and uh, keep taking it anymore, they're, they're going to find a way to provide an outlet for their frustrations. And I don't know exactly what that is, but I believe it's building. And don't ask me exactly how I believe, but the average person knows in his or her bones that something is being stolen from them, and they've known it for a long time. You know, it it isn't just conservative people that know this. Uh, Liberals have known it, too. When we had the, um, the thing out in front of our office, Occupy Wall Street back in 09. They knew something was wrong where the banking system had been bailed out. And our banking system, the the Federal Reserve and, and so much of what is in the banking system is infinitely corrupt. It really is. And, uh, you know, yet banks are an essential element you have to have some place to put your money but many people feel that the fractional reserve banking system is 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 no longer workable i would debate that one but even since then it it seems like the average person believes that the deck is stacked against him and the reason they feel that is because it is Now, I am not generally a pessimist. In fact, I'm very optimistic. You have to be that way if you're a business owner. You have to believe that uh, something good lies ahead. You, you, You can't be negative in your assessment of life. That's why when injustices are done you have to believe that there is going to be justice done somewhere down the line if you read uh the book of isaiah uh or the the prophets uh jeremiah even jeremiah the most dour of prophets he talks about uh better days the the psalms those of which are 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 very pessimistic yet there's a resolution in that, you know, in the end, God's ways will prevail. And I do believe that. I even believe that in the most uh, uh, pessimistic music or or poetry or uh, ideas, there's the only reason there's pessimism is because there has to be somewhere optimism in order for pessimism to be pessimism. Otherwise it would just be the norm. 
and we know that it's not the norm. You know, Scripture talks about how in the last days, everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Sometimes you have a shaking simply to find out what's bolted down and what isn't bolted down. And that's the purpose of, you know, the shaking is, is to, uh, you know, to determine what's going to stand and what isn't going to stand. Now, I believe that if Biden is inaugurated, you can say goodbye to whatever once was the United States of America because we will have lost and, and to put it all back together and pull it all back together after four years of that would be, you know, disaster. But I don't believe he's going to be uh, inaugurated. Newt Gingrich, whom I have followed for years and really like, says he will never accept that Biden is the legitimate president. There are others out there that are, that are saying this. And I, for one, I, I, when have you ever seen vote counting stop for a week? Well, it stopped because they could bring in new ballots. But this is simply the tip. Of, this isn't all the corruption. This is just a symptom of it. It's, it's the, the deeper corruption is, well, really what it is, is man wanting to be God. You know, that's the, that's the ultimate uh, goal of it or, or result of it. And, and it all, it, it manifests itself in all these different perverse sort of ways. But in the midst of it all, I believe there is good news. It's going to be resolved. How it gets resolved, when it gets resolved, you know, that's God's business. And it will be apparent what is happening with that. That will be made apparent. The thing that uh, uh, patriots need to do, and, and I, I'm going to say this to those of you who are patriotic yet have been disengaged from this um uh, uh, desire to see the election integrity uh, restored, and you've said, "Well, that's not my thing. I don't know." And you've you've chosen not to look at the evidence to do any research. Research was plainly available on various websites and places that I gave you in the ad I've run at my own expense, and with significant pushback from people calling the office saying, why are you running that ad? The ad that tells you the different uh, websites you can go to. If you have chosen to disengage from that, yet you still listen to this program, shame on you. Why have you not cared enough about what's going on? And I got a lot of friends that are in that category, you know, and why don't you say the websites again? Okay, let me think about it. It's Newsmax, One America, uh, War Room Pandemic with Steve Bannon. You also ought to look at Free Republic, 
dot com. And then I think Eric Metaxas, his radio show. Spell his last name. M-E-T-A-X-A-S. And, you know, those are the different ones. And call your congressman. Call your congressman Andy Barr and tell him to protest along with Mo Brooks, you know, what's going on. He didn't want to talk to me lately. Uh, that the election's being stolen, and Mo has built a pretty good bunch of uh, people with him that uh, are uh, anyway. This is God's business. Ultimately, He owns this country. I mean, Lynn Wood, the attorney in Atlanta who has done tremendous amount of work on this said in an interview the other day, ultimately this is up to God almighty. It was an appeal to God to do for us what we can't do for ourselves. You've had people working on this that have staked their lives, their reputations, everything. And I and and I've staked mine. You know, if I'm wrong about all this, what do you think the Democrats will, will do to me? They'll come after me and my family. But you know what? I can't live knowing that I sat sat this one out. Can't do it. Um, it will not go well for me in eternity, um, knowing that, uh, it was, uh, you know, your country needed you to step up and say something and you didn't do it. And I pray for the souls of these congressmen and senators and people in Washington who stay silent in the face of this and don't use the power that they have to fight this theft because it is the theft and death of our Republic. If that's the case. Then it sort of make you wonder the way the Trump came out. I, I showed you this excerpt that was on rumble where president Trump slams disgrace relief bill and demands yeah. $2,000 checks. He's going out on a limb for the American people saying that this bill is not good. And those are the same representatives that could possibly defend him in this whole election thing. You know what? I think he realizes I'm done sucking up to Republicans. I'm, I'm trusting God. You know, there has to be a point where you realize that everybody's corrupt. But you got to give him credit for standing up for the American yeah, people. Yeah, he, he is. And he may be the only person in Washington, D.C. doing this. I mean, I, I'm not trusting in any of the congressmen, congresswomen. They go there. A lot of times this is the most high-paying job they've ever had. And I, they could be as conservative as get all get out going in, and they get corrupted. There's something very sick and evil about 
what happens to people when they go to Washington, D.C. It's it's very – I don't know that I can handle it. Well, it seems like to work the system, you got to play the system, and to play the system, you don't always represent your constituents, maybe. No, that's true. You don't. And if you want a life of ignominy and persecution, go to Washington, D.C. as a representative and – basically stand against it. I think Rand Paul has had to be like this. I know Thomas Massey has, but, uh, you know, I don't know that there are that many others and they are typically the only ones you see. So anyway, well, that's it for me. Are you out of wind, Tom? Yeah. (laughs) That, that was a lot for the day after Christmas. Um, you're listening to the Tom Dupree show. Let me see if I can get a I little more. I thought this was the Elizabeth Dupree show now. Oh, there's never been any doubt about that. I just tee you up and let you go. And and sometimes maybe try to rein you in, but that never works. So, once again, you're listening to the Tom Dupree show, powered by Dupree Financial Group. And we're still coming to you from the Dupree studios on Main Street. Stay tuned for the second half of the hour. We've got a little more. I think we're going to be talking about the financial side of things for the second half of the hour. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Shot coat of primer and looked inside. Well, him and my uncle tore that engine down. While 2020 threw many of our resolutions for a loop, at least we're somewhat ready for 2021. Things are not going to be the same. In a COVID world, be prepared with injections of information on News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree. If you've been listening to mainstream media, you might have deduced that our new president has been decided and that there are no remaining questions. But the facts are much different. There are ongoing legal challenges alleging vote fraud in multiple jurisdictions. The legal options for those making those claims are far from exhausted, despite media claims to the contrary. If you would like to stay informed about these developments, I'd advise you to follow Newsmax, One America News Network, War Room Pandemic, and the website of the Eric Metaxas Radio Show. These are good places to start to get alternative views on what is happening. And also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com from 7 to 9 Saturday morning. This year, we've leaned on podcasts for laughs, headlines, stories to get our adrenaline pumping, and voices to comfort us. Podcasts, they're exploding in every genre. There's something for everybody. And now it's time to celebrate your favorites at our iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. These nominees are all the best in class. iHeartRadio is number one for music, radio, and podcasting all in one app, where you can always hear your favorite podcasts free. Join us January 21st for our 2021 iHeartRadio Radio Podcast Awards. 
Hindsight is 2020. 2020 was a brutal year with a lot we couldn't control. Pandemic, economy, unemployment. What can we control? Our job, our career. In 2020, My Computer Career helped more people start IT careers than ever. Don't look back with 2020 Hindsight next year and see yourself in that 2020 job. Take control. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. I'm Officer Logan Lynch. When you're working traffic in Kentucky, responding to crashes involving injuries or fatalities is a tough part of our job. When you're driving Kentucky roads, there's so much out of your control. What we do have control over is wearing a seatbelt. Less than two seconds, that's all the time it takes to buckle up. Why do we enforce seatbelt laws? It's not about writing tickets, it's about saving lives. A message from law enforcement officers across Kentucky and the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. We have a mostly dry day out there for your Saturday, starting out here on the weekend with an Arctic chill in the morning hours. Temperatures still around the single digits, even upper teens. But then as we get into the afternoon, temperatures try to rebound a little bit. Highs, though, only into the mid-30s. I'm WKY Team Meteorologist Adam Bernison. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP and iHeart Radio Station. Ready for some good, clean fun? Red Mile Gaming and Racing is open, and we can't wait to have you play our mean, clean winning machines. We've got nearly 900 of your favorite games in a clean, safe environment for you and your crew. It's a win-win. Red Hot Excitement at Red Mile Gaming and Racing. All bets are on. Visit RedMileKY.com for details. Newsmax TV. Everyone's talking about it. 30 million people are watching Newsmax for real news on President Trump, Biden, the election, and more. And make sure you vote in Newsmax's national poll asking if President Trump should concede. Just text VIRUS to 39747 and vote instantly. That's VIRUS to 39747. Watch Newsmax for great shows on major cable systems and free on Roku, YouTube, smart TVs, and more. Vote about Trump. Text VIRUS to 39747 today. Hindsight is 2020. 2020 was a brutal year with a lot we couldn't control. Pandemic, economy, unemployment. What can we control? Our job, our career. In 2020, My Computer Career helped more people start IT careers than ever. Don't look back with 2020 hindsight next year and see yourself in that 2020 job. Take control. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Hi, this is Tom Dupree. If you've been listening to mainstream media, you might have deduced that our new president has been decided and that there are no remaining questions. But the facts are much different. There are ongoing legal challenges alleging vote fraud in multiple jurisdictions. The legal options for those making those claims are far from exhausted, despite media claims to the contrary. If you would like to stay informed about these developments, I'd advise you to follow Newsmax, One America News Network, War Room Pandemic, and the website of the Eric Metaxas Radio Show. These are good places to start to get alternative views on what is happening. And also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com from 7 to 9 Saturday morning. 630 WLAP. 
Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show for the second half of the hour. We've got a little bit different crew joining us today, being the day after Christmas. We've got Brad Crean, Philip Sexton, and our anchor, Tom Dupree. This anchor would be dragging a little bit. Uh, all right, let's jump right into it. So we got a story here by uh, about Sammy Zell, who is a well-known real estate investor from Chicago, Illinois. Um, he's saying the single greatest risk that we're dealing with today is the loss of the U.S. dollar as a reserve currency. If we keep doing what we're doing right now, I think it is 10 to 15 years away. He says unlimited debt and irresponsible activity don't lead to positive outcomes. That's a disastrous, uh, kind of scenario. Now I, I talked a little bit about this in the, uh, first half of this hour. Uh, I was talking about the politicians and, and you know, the average people that it affects. So what we have here is a scenario where the U S government spends money. It doesn't have issues bonds that it shouldn't issue. And the federal reserve buys the bonds that it shouldn't buy. <laughs> and the federal reserve is of course, creating currency basically out of thin air. So this is money that the government is able to spend without having to raise taxes, knowing that they don't have the ability uh, to repay it. And I'm wondering if they're not borrowing the interest now, but anyway, you know, it, it looks, so what that does is it, uh, debases the currency and, uh, creates more currency than you have goods and services, which means that your currency that you own gets debased because those dollars that they're printing out of thin air are exactly the same as your dollars. Their purchasing power is the same. Yeah. And I think to add to that, the, the, <clears throat> the ramifications of losing the reserve currency. So, so much. In what does that actually mean? Reserve currency status. So reserve currency status means that a lot of things in the world are tied to the U S dollar. Yeah. So when you lose that, so there, there's so much debt in today's world outside of the United States that are tied to U.S. dollars. Yeah. You know, you, you start to, to lose that status and tie it to another currency. Interest, the amount of interest shifts, um, you, you, you go on a path of, uh, Brazil or in Argentina at that yeah. point, you know, that you, you, you can't continue to print money to, to pay off, to, to pay off your, your debt. Um, you know, when people won't accept your currency anymore. I mean, yeah. how many people accept the Brazilian real? What, what is it? The South Africa? I don't know if they've screwed up their currency. Um, it's the South African Rand and, um, you know, it's, so many things are happening over there at this point. I mean, you're looking at about an exchange rate of 15 rand per dollar and it, it's, they haven't really done much. And you know, the political atmosphere of everything over there, yeah. it's not desirable by other countries. You don't right. see anything so the, being priced. The in question rand. that I asked. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the question. They don't use the rand mm -hmm. as a way to price stuff. 
Yeah. And, exactly. and that's the problem is. And they used to because South America or South Africa had a really strong currency at one time. Gold backed. They did, yeah. I mean, the, the amount of natural reserves that they had, yeah, everyone was doing business with them. So, of course, people wanted to have rent, so they were able to do business in South Africa. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Keep and, and the, the problem with that, when you lose that, that status, and let's say goods and services start to get priced in euros or yeah. you know, Chinese uh, yuan, what happens is is inflation starts to control your life to an extreme amount you know where uh if your your currency fluctuates to to a big degree to that other currency well your cost of living just increased by 20 percent yep you know and and everybody in the country feels that you know from from top to bottom at that point sure and that's that's a very very scary situation right what let me just throw in here what would be one of the better investment uh strategies during that type of uh of uh of a scenario uh i would say some there, there's a few strategies um i would definitely say that you need to try to stay as global as possible mm -hmm. when you're picking um, your equities uh you know comp not 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 where they're located, but where they do business. Um, so that they're bringing all kinds of different currencies into their mm -hmm. payments yeah. uh, mechanism at any given time. Yeah. Um, another kind of ballsy play you could put it is is uh, you could, you could try to to guess moving forward if if that if you really think that's going to happen, you can try to guess what the new reserve currency would be. Um, play that route ballsy so mm -hmm. could that be gonadzy gonadzy yeah yes <laughs> testicular adzy stop that's it just stop it is the day after christmas <laughs> exactly exactly so all right now wait a minute how on earth are you gonna figure out what i mean okay what's the next reserve currency well, it's gotta have so one thing it has to have is it has to have volume in order to have liquidity. There has to be a lot of it. So is that going to be the Chinese? A lot of Ren it. maybe or whatever it is, a, or a lot you, of it. You'd want um, a stable currency. So that that nixes sixty-seven countries or however many at that point. You know, you you're you're you're, you're narrowing it down pretty quick. Yeah. So you can get it down to. I mean. I hit it. You, you've got the the you know the Chinese the yuan. Um, yeah. You would have the uh, what is what is the Japanese currency? That maybe the yen. The yen. The, yen. Um, the euro, the British pound, Swiss franc. Maybe not enough volume. Not enough volume. Mm -hmm. So you, you're down to about four currencies at that point. Yeah. You know, and then you can kind of. That, that's where I said the guess, you know, you, if you narrowed it down to four, then you got a 25% chance of hitting it. Right. You know, then you, you, you invest accordingly. Um, the other thing is, is you, uh, there, if we lost a reserve currency, there's things that would be based in us dollars that potentially depending on how they do business, you could do well with, I, you know, 
What, what do you think yeah. there, Brad? Well, uh, you know, my route to it, you know, instead of trying to guess <laughs> what, what the next reserve currency is, I mean, there's a number of reserve currencies in the world, and, you know, they've, who was it? Was it the uh, IMF or yeah. uh, the World Bank that has created what's called a um, SDR, which essentially was supposed to be a currency, I'm almost positive, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I think Adarsh is a little bit more versed in it, um, and that kind of has a basket of the main reserve currencies. Um, so it's, it's that ultimately it's not failed. something you can spend, though. It's just an index. Yeah, essentially, it's kind of like a way to look at it. But, you know, instead of trying to pick all that, correct me if I'm wrong, historically, when protecting. Why would I correct you? You're the one bringing it up. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, just if my thinking's clear here, um, you know, what? Whenever you're talking about inflation, yeah, um, hasn't one of the main vehicles people used precious metals? Yeah, but all right, let me just address that. I don't think precious metals are necessarily a hedge against inflation, mm-hmm. and they they act weird because mm-hmm. uh, Jasper's got something he wants to add. Yes, so. Um, uh, Jasper is our office dog currently. Yeah, he's he's banging on the door. <laughs> he said, I just went long gold. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Oh gosh. Well I, yeah, you I mean you're a hundred percent. Yeah, right. they don't they don't always respond to inflation. Well, mm-hmm. when you when you think of what happened, I mean, this year is a prime example. I you you were looking at you know, you you were looking at real GDP going negative. Uh, you're looking yeah. at, at hard, hard problems. Um, the risk of maybe even some some deflation potentially. Gold has has reached all time. I know it. You know, so Bitcoin's done the same the same, <laughs> same stuff. thing. So my thought was real estate, but you know the difference between commercial real estate or and and there's a lot of different kinds of commercial real estate not all of which are a good thing to own right now like hotels offices you got a problem there but other types of um retail and commercial that can that are staying leased you can make money with it but um not only you know Bitcoin does not pay a dividend. Gold does not pay a dividend. Precious metals don't pay a dividend. Commodities don't pay a dividend. Uh, but real estate does. And, you know, it, it just seems like you'd want to be there. Given, though, the pitfalls in real estate and the different areas that you do want to avoid because they're not leased up and the potential debt levels, you got a problem with that potentially. Yeah, but I think with with real estate, to your point though, you know, real estate historically has tracked inflation, or, yeah. or in some instances beat it. Um, you know, the the thing is, is if if you're able to manage your tenants well, um, and you lock your liabilities in, your your liabilities don't necessarily inflate. No, you know, so you if you get a four percent mortgage for thirty years, you know, it's four percent, four percent on a on a million dollar property, and then you get out fifteen years in the mortgage, and it's a one point six million dollar property. Yeah, you know, you're sitting pretty at that That's point. That's right. As long as you 
manage your tenants and service your debts. That's actually a really good, um, you know, a really good thought process. I wanted to point something out though for for all our listeners Please out here. Please do. <laughs> nobody had any. We had the article, but nobody had anything prepared. When you asked the question of what would a good investment route be in that situation, so what our listeners are getting to listen to is what an investment meeting looks like in Dupree Financial Group. So they're getting not only the sausage, but they're getting to watch it being made. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. From this conversation, this is what an investment meeting looks like. This is how we sit around and... I didn't know we were this brilliant in our... Postulate. <laughs> I'm not sure we're this good in investment meetings. Uh. <laughs> no, you're actually calling names instead of theory. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to this next one here. We, we ain't got and I want to I want to get back to the real estate thing that you did forget. Oh, so we're going to stick with that. Yeah, just just for <laughs> just for another second. I'm hijacking it. Um the expenses that you run into, you the big part of a successful real estate venture is that you don't have major mechanical issues foundation you know with 30 years in the real estate business as uh i don't even know speculator investor whatever you got it i've been burned so many, pretty good i've been burned so many times by buying properties on the 20s and the 40s <laughs> because that's when you need a new roof you need new yep. heating and air you need new also all right, Texas tax, <laughs> Texas tax advantage is all about individuals, not business taxes. We got about six minutes. What What do you have to say on this? Yeah, so there, basically, what the article breaks down is you're seeing a flight of not only people but a flight of business moving from Silicon Valley into Texas. Yeah, uh, you know, te uh, Tesla's trying to you know they move their their stuff down there. I think. Uh, oracle larry ellison he's he's moved to texas yeah but like he's the only i mean no no no, no. i think they they're moving, moving workers moving headquarters workers are they like really that. yeah and the the state tax income rate for business is you know it, it keeps it kind of equivalent on what it costs to do business um from that standpoint tax wise but where you're really saving money individual is zero individuals mm -hmm. right there that's what's the tax rate in California? 13.6, oh, 13, oh something like that. I don't so know. what, what that does. And, and basically this points out what California has been doing wrong for decades now is the cost of living in Texas is much, much way lower, lower, which means that for, but it's hot. California is a beautiful place, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Until you walk down the street and all the homeless people are crapping. Yeah. So, oh. Anyway, <laughs> Beyond that, um, Texas. Thank God this uh, uh, internet thing doesn't reach all the way to California. Uh, 100,000 people, or a $100,000 job in Texas would be like the equivalent of like 140,000 in California. So the cost to the business for labor yes. drastically changes. When I went there, I couldn't believe how much of my paycheck, well, this was in the 80s, how much of my paycheck I actually got to keep. It was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you're you're able to build out i, I don't want to it is cheaper labor but it's high it's the same quality it's better for the employee they yeah. get more back in their pocket mm -hmm. it costs yeah. it costs the manufacturer or the the company less so 
fundamental from a fundamentals perspective, it's all around a better deal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, really when you think of not just California, but us as a country has failed on this for yeah. years now. I agree. I mean, you know, everything's slanted towards uh, bigger government and more expenses. And Texas has figured out how to draw people there by being business friendly. It's just that simple. Yeah. I, you know, it, it, when, when you get a business into an area, nine times out of 10, a good business, big business, mm-hmm. only good can come of it. You know, I, we've talked about this ad nauseum on this radio show, but Toyota is the best thing that's happened to central Kentucky in 20 plus years. Unbelievable. You know, the, actually it's been longer. The amount that they've spent been 30 years since they, well, all, yeah. Yeah. 30 You're years. Right. But more than that, the amount that they've spent on municipality stuff in Scott County alone, yeah. Scott County's a totally transformed place. Mm-hmm. It is not even close to being the same as it was when they came there. So I grew up in Harrison County and, and we were as big, if not bigger than Scott County before Toyota. Right. And now Scott County has two high schools, um, three or four, I think four middle schools and like 12 elementary schools. It's like three times the amount of schools that, that Harrison County has now, you know, so right. the, and Toyota has helped fund a lot of their programs. You know, right. that from, from one step to the next, the, the amount of benefits that you get. And that, that just goes to show, you know, what, what you can do when you're friendly to a business, what you can yes. do. Cause you look at, Texas doesn't have any problems with their state funding. They don't have any problems with any, any teacher's pensions. Yeah. They don't have a CalPERS problem. Let's just be honest, you know, and, and you would think that if you're bringing in 14% of every person's check, you shouldn't have a revenue problem. Right. But yet here you are. Yeah. You know, so that's where, when you're looking at how you should go about doing things. Well, when governments get addicted to debt and tax revenues, governments do not try to look for ways to economize. They look for ways to spend more. They look for, well, they get this tax revenue coming in, they'll budget that and then some. And they're continuously running these deficits and that kind of thing. And and that's the way governments that think about life rotating around government Think about your money that you're paying them in tax. It's here. Kentucky's just as bad. Yep. My gosh, we're one of the worst places in the country for government intrusion into people's lives. Yeah. It's, it's horrible yeah. here. It, it's it's absolutely insane. <laughs> I, I can't fathom how you can sit there and, and oh, I, I, I digress. <laughs> No, that's not digression. That is actually what we're talking about. I yeah. mean, you know, it it is it is what it is. How and many big businesses have come to Kentucky lately? Very few. Very, very few. That's telling. Yeah. Yeah. I right, well actually Toyota within the past five years has left their moved their, their finance plant that their finance division that was in Erlanger from Kentucky to Texas. Yeah. And that was those were six figure jobs in Erlanger. Yeah, and Texas has been doing something right for quite some time. 
But according to the inflows and outflows on LinkedIn, according to zip codes, Austin, Texas is the winner as far as population moving to Austin, Texas. But Austin has become I know, I know. It's, not a good place. It's liberal. I know. But you <laughs> know what? That's a wrap for our show in 2021. <laughs> Do I hear a big whoop, whoop, whoop? This is it, folks. It's we all right. Next it. year, everything's going to be different. Powered by Dupree Financial Group. We'll talk to you in the new year. Happy New Year. Anarchist June. Defund! In Seattle, demonstrating Taking over City Hall. Choke calls. Bend. In 2021. The 60-game season. Hear history again. Time to play baseball. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree. If you've been listening to mainstream media, you might have deduced that our new president has been decided and that there are no remaining questions. But the facts are much different. There are ongoing legal challenges alleging vote fraud in multiple jurisdictions. The legal options for those making those claims are far from exhausted, despite media claims to the contrary. If you would like to stay informed about these developments, I'd advise you to follow Newsmax, One America News Network, War Room Pandemic, and the website of the Eric Metaxas Radio Show. These are good places to start to get alternative views on what is happening. And also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com from 7 to 9 Saturday mornings.